Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Wed Talks. I'm Evan. I'm Jess. And I'm Mike. Wed Talks. <laughs> Evan was like really peppy on that intro. <laughs> that was hi, a good one. Hi, everybody. <laughs> peppy. You know why I'm so peppy? Why? Because we're dairy free. What's this? We. There's no we, we're dairy free. I have been dairy free for three weeks now, except yes. for one thing of ice cream (laughs) but yes i'm happy being dairy free are you feeling better i feel so much better that it's like okay i can do without this what made you realize that dairy was kind of the issue has it always kind of been an issue and you just ignored it it's always been an issue for so long are you i mean you're not like lactose intolerant or, but maybe just sensitive. I'm very sensitive. I think I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> and then you we just powered through it. Yeah, it's just that's just it. We I power through it. We met with one of our couples, Pamela, Pamela and Derek. I was talking to her, and she's dairy free, and she was like, "I just, I just couldn't do it anymore." And I was like, "God." I just have to suck it up and be an adult. This is part of being an adult for me. He's no longer eating cheese. So here I am. Um, but honestly, I don't even, like, I feel so much better. I don't even miss it at this point. I'm very happy. So. Well, there's been a couple disappointing fake cheese experiments, but. Yeah, I mean, know. we're pretty. But the more things you discover, you're like, oh, like, you're not missing some of the other things. I consider much. Mike to be my, like, He's going to be, yeah, brutally honest with me. Evan, like, mixes flavors all together all the time and is like, this is all, everything's good. Well, I mean, it it's cheese in form, but... But so when I make things and I have Mike taste them, you know, Evan touches his tongue and he's like, it's good. Mike actually takes a minute to, like, have his taste buds receive the flavors. Well, I, I mean, I don't have to live with you, so... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure everybody knows this, but Mike is a super taster. Oh yeah, <laughs> super taster. Super taster. Do you want to specify what super taster is for everybody that's trying to Google it right now? <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah, you can just Google it. Um, it's basically just like you're much more sensitive to like bitter things, and like certain foods are much more gross yeah like <laughs> i don't know like I, it's hard for me to explain that i don't know like so I mean, people are like oh you're just a picky eater but like there are things that are just like not good no matter how, like i'll retry things like over and over but it just doesn't i always really make him well. retry things because i always remind everybody that your taste buds change every seven years so you might like something yeah. now that you didn't i don't like. know if that's science but that is science google it they regenerate but that doesn't mean they automatically like change i what thought you it was your like. your like uh allergies that change every seven years i don't think your allergies change every seven once you're allergic to something you're allergic to it you don't like grow out of an allergy Uh, i don't know i don't think but you can develop allergies google it anyways (laughs) who's watching unsolved mysteries on netflix and then who's also going down the rabbit hole of Reddit to solve the unsolved mysteries? So you <laughs> Isn't feel it like kind of part of your weird that they give you an hour episode that does not contain all the information pertinent to the case? So there's no possible way that you can solve it. And then you go on Reddit, and there's more information there that you, you that wasn't in the episode. <laughs> well, the episode is to get people to watch. 
Plus, the people that are watching Unsolved Mysteries are not the people that are terribly interested in solving it. You are on Reddit and you're like, I'm going to watch this Unsolved Mysteries so then I can get all the additional information and then I can solve it. That's, (laughs) I don't know. I've just fallen down Reddit rabbit holes and it's great of Unsolved Mysteries, but. Yeah. Yeah, but speaking of rabbit holes, the Marble Olympics (laughs) on YouTube earlier in the quarantine i had fallen down the rabbit hole on youtube of the the marble olympics marble rally marble like, runs like i all like that the stuff. olympics better because there's yeah. like an atmosphere there's like <laughs> the, the, crowd the crowd of marbles yeah. and yeah. there's like you know cheering and there's like the screen and the, referees. Up, and the referees i love like, i love that coach bombay he's such a such a yeah, character it's just the like, ducks <laughs> And and anybody who follows me on Instagram knows that we did like a marble Instagram story a couple yeah. weeks ago because we're so into it and we all have our favorite teams and you know my teams it's like no matter who I pick to root for they just instantly fucking suck <laughs> and go to the bottom like what we were watching the other night and it was like Momo is in first place and I'm like go team Momo and then boom they're fourth place and they lost and I was like what I can no longer even just. just your mellow yellow, yeah. Your poor mellow yellow. Oh, They're God. like in dead last dead for last so long. Place. The last few uh, um, events they've done pretty well. Though. They actually placed in one of the recent. Yeah, events. yeah. I think Sundays they placed. Yeah, yeah but yeah. ten points. Oh God, it's so <laughs> tragic. But I highly, highly, highly recommend. Yeah. you check out Gels Marbles. It's crazy how, yeah, like how intriguing it gets. Like it's just marbles doing things by themselves. But, but it's, it's so, so good. it's so well done that you honestly feel like, you know, each marble has its personality and the <laughs> yeah. teams have their personalities and the coaches have their personalities and it's literally, it's just a marble. Yeah, like you but are rooting for you, and against some teams. Exactly. Like Savage I hate, Speeders. Savage like, Speeders get and out Crazy of my face. Cat's Eyes. Oh, I hate them so much. I hate them so much. that It becomes like when they are in the finals, I'm like, well, at least we beat Crazy Cat's Eyes. Like, that's all I'm happy about. Like, I don't even care. Because I hate them. Old Rangers all the way. Yeah, big Old Rangers fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike and Evan are the Old Rangers fan. They have their own call. The oh. Have their own call. Quack quack. Yeah, quack, the quacks quack, are great. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> it's so. It's just so well done, and I highly recommend that everybody just go to YouTube right now and get addicted to the marbles. Gels marble runs, right? Yeah. J e l l e. Yeah, it's probably pronounced yells because it's like is it Norwegian? Like Norwegian or, yeah. or Finnish? Or yeah, it's something like that. But it's. Spelled J E L L. The color commentary makes it. It's yeah, Greg so Woods. God, Greg Woods, so the voice of marbles. He's so, he's so good. good. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's so much energy when he's into it. Too. I'm yeah. Like, how is he doing it? But then we're also like screaming at marbles yeah. on the yeah. TV. He's always on a roll. <laughs> oh, God. And now we are going to talk to Natalie and Colin, who had one of the most perfect micro-weddings on the Cape at the beginning of July. How are you guys? Good. How's being married life? <laughs> it's uh, not, not too different, but it feels good. Feels good. 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 <laughs> 
while we have a lot of couples that are actually keeping their little ceremony dates this year and doing, you know, kind of like what we're calling the mini monies um, and postponing their whole wedding until next year, you guys actually just did the whole wedding this year. How did you guys kind of come to that decision about not postponing until 2021 and just doing it this year? I think for us, we have been together for a long time. Um, and we just were really ready to do it. And also I think the biggest driver for us is we didn't have like these big dreams of exactly what it had to look like. We just had more a group of people that we knew had to be there and a couple of like key things that we wanted to have, but the wedding itself and what it looked like, we were kind of flexible on and we were sad at first. And then I'd always wanted to get married on the Cape. Um, we just didn't want to get married in the middle of wedding season in July. So we said, we'll go for April. Um, so, you know, when things started turning around here, we were kind of like, we might have a window to get married on the Cape. And it was kind of my dream wedding anyway. Our biggest question was, could we get our family and friends there? And when that fell into place, we just decided we were going to go for it. I think something that was uh, a little different about our situation, too, compared to a lot of people now was um, we were right at the beginning of uh, this whole pandemic. And at the time, uh, we really didn't have much of an idea of how long this was going to be, what was going to happen, anything in the future. So... Uh, when we kind of got the word that the venue we had was our original venue was closed uh, during that time uh, and we got our money back, we kind of decided that we should rather than put all that money forward to a big wedding again, uh, potentially hold back and save a little bit and see what, what might actually happen. And it, it seems like this is going to go on for a long time. We could, uh, you know, do something quick and small like what we did. Or um, if it was going to clear up in a couple months, maybe we could have rescheduled. But uh, it did not end up that way. So we got <laughs> a small ceremony. Well, I feel like just from me kind of getting to know you guys and working with you guys, um, and Natalie, you were just so comfortable on the beach, you know, like I am just kicking our shoes off and ready to go, that this wedding almost fit you guys perfectly. How did you guys come to, to – the aquarium before because I feel like that would have been great like with penguins and stuff but it also was maybe this was a little bit more you guys definitely I I hate to say it like this but so much of our family the wedding and having all of their friends and having all of their family was just so important to them that our original plan was to just do something small and kind of low-key Maybe a little larger than what we had. Yeah. You know, not. But not too far off what we eventually got, but it just kind of spiraled into this big thing. Um, as they do. As they do, yeah. And so we tried to save the aquarium. Like I said, I'd always wanted to get married exactly where we did on George Street. I've been saying that for years. Um, so the aquarium was kind of like a meet in the middle sort of thing, but um, it ends up just getting to be way bigger than either of us had kind of really wanted. So to be honest with you, in some ways it was a blessing for us because we could pivot towards what we actually wanted and something that felt more like us. 
the only thing being, you know, there were quite a number of other people we wish we could have had. A lot of people from like out of the country, a lot of my family doesn't live in the Massachusetts area. Um, and they all accepted. So we were like, oh, we'll get a hundred people. And then all of a sudden we got like 150 because we only got two people that said no. Um, so it kind of, it kind of became a bigger thing than we'd originally expected it to be. Honestly, for me, like your wedding was a dream for me because we were just so laid back. It was so low key. We just, there was no stress. There was no timeline. Um, everything was like beautiful and perfect. The tent was great. The, the centerpieces, um, and it felt like you guys paid a lot of attention to like little details, but is there anything that you had wished you paid more attention to details with? The only thing that I wish we had paid more attention to is Colin and I are both like huge music lovers and, you know, we missed out on the, like, walking down. Not really missed out, but, you know, we just had someone playing the song that we, you know, walked down the aisle to. And then, you know, we did a, a first dance, but it was super casual. So I wish we had planned the the walking down the aisle song more. I don't know. That was just really important to me, and it ended up being kind of a afterthought. But yeah. other than that, honestly, there's really nothing that I think I would have done differently. I feel like those are all the things that why we spend so much money at the aquarium too. It's just like, oh, they have someone who does that little thing that you didn't even think about, but yeah. and just set it up. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I I think a lot of times even with these little you know little mini ceremonies that we're doing, people don't think about coming down the aisle, you know, with nothing have like no music no audio nothing and sometimes it's a little a little awkward so that's a good thing for people to kind of think about when they're gonna do on that too i would say if you're doing an outdoor wedding and you're creating your own aisle just make sure it's not really long (laughs) you did walk for a really long time (laughs) yeah we did not think that through entirely. Oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> because you didn't have to walk, Colin, carrying like a 40-pound bouquet. <laughs> just... <laughs> your original wedding date was in April. What did you guys think when it was snowing on your original wedding date? Honestly, we just laughed. We laughed and laughed. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a summer sun baby, always will be, grew up in a warm place. And I think if I had gotten married on the day that it snowed, I would have just been, I just, I didn't even know if I would have wanted to do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I, it was, it was kind of a bittersweet thing because you kind of think about it like, uh, in like a world I would be getting married right now. So on the day of, you're kind of like very upset about it, no matter what it really is. But um, I think we kind of willed the snow to be there on that day just because we did not want it to be a nice beautiful day after uh, all of this yeah um, so apologies to anybody else who did get married on that day um <laughs> we did well from in boston yeah i i felt like it was it was a blessing because i was just like oh my god i was like it's just snowing in on april 16th and i was like this is not good. So I, I, was, I was happy we were not shooting. <laughs> Obviously, like a lot of our couples, we love their dogs and Penny is no exception. I'm obsessed with her. Um, but 
how did you guys go about incorporating her into your wedding day? Because we have a lot of couples who just are like, oh, I don't know how to incorporate the dog into my wedding day. So kind of tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, we, we knew we wanted her to be part of it. Um, you know, obviously, we wanted the pictures with her, and, and um, they're so cute and just so funny. Uh, and then, you know, when it was in April, we were, it was because the wedding was so much more formal, we knew there it would be kind of tricky to have her included in any way, which kind of sucked. Um but we were planning on, oh, we'll just try to figure out a way to get her there for some pictures or whatnot. Um, so when we changed to do kind of a, a smaller outdoor ceremony, we knew, you know, she would be there. And, and we we contemplated actually having her stand, my sister to walk her down the aisle with her and have her be there. But honestly, she's just so not well behaved enough that we knew that would make it a little bit too complicated so we just wanted her to be a part of the pictures and well you also put her yeah. on your on your little cups how did you guys put her on your little your little cups too like the little penny outline um so con mom made all those she's super artsy so those were actually repurposed from when she threw me a bridal shower uh, so she made them for us because she knows we obviously love Penny more than almost anything else. <laughs> uh, so we're big dog people. Dogs are always in our life. So she was kind of represented in different ways, I guess. I didn't really think about that, but it's true. Yeah. There was a picture of a, a, she makes cookies as well. And she did some Frenchie cookies that were on the wedding cake my mom made. So, um, yeah, she's kind of represented in the day. Yeah. Final question would be, do you guys have any advice that you would give to other couples that are kind of contemplating, you know, at this stage of the game, what, what do they do next? If they can't, obviously, they can't really go forward with their big, you know, 150 people gathering weddings. What, what would you kind of give to advice to other couples? My personal advice would be to... To decide what is most important to you. Because, um, for example, we obviously pivoted and didn't postpone. We just came up with another plan that actually works better for us. So we have friends who were supposed to get married this year. And having the big wedding with all of their friends and all of their family was like the most important thing for them. So they um, postponed it till next year. Um, so I think it really, my advice would be just, just try to sift out the absolute most important things for you to have on your day. And if that means waiting, then wait. If it means changing, you know, what you end up doing, at least for us, it ended up being like the best possible outcome because it lets you focus on what really matters. I would say too, um, I think one of the hardest things for us especially was, deciding like who's on the list like knowing who's on the list is very easy because you know you know immediate family mom dad brother sister um and then from there already you're probably about half of the people who could be at the wedding so the remainder is very difficult uh to kind of pick and choose who you want to have there and i think the most important thing to remember is that everybody understands that this is a pretty crazy time uh, I don't think anybody would be too offended by the fact that they weren't able to make it. Um, yeah, I mean, we communicated with everybody. 
you know, just sent out messages basically saying, we would love to have you, but unfortunately we can't. And we just wanted you to know that even though we're going forward this, with this wedding and we can't technically invite you, we wish you could have been there kind yeah, of thing. You're in our minds and thoughts. And- yeah. And, and everybody was very supportive. And I think, yeah, it's, it's such a crazy situation and everything's new, you know, decide what's important to you and maybe be a little more flexible than you would have thought. And mm-hmm. Make a good day. Yeah, it'll turn out really nice. There can be good things to celebrate. Yeah. I think that's perfect. I think a lot of couples feel very obligated towards their, you know, big guest list to to have this big wedding with so many people. But I do think that it is okay to recognize that this is an unprecedented time. And, you know, we're all navigating through this without knowing really what we're doing and that it's okay. You know, if you have to cut back, people are going to understand. Um, So I think it's important for people to remember that. And, you know, with all the technology and stuff out there, like we didn't focus too much on it, but, you know, we've been to a couple of weddings now where people use Zoom or someone took a, a video for us that we didn't even ask them to. They just, it was a family friend who was standing there and we just emailed that, you know, there are ways to capture it so that your family and your friends who can't be there, be there can still yeah. be there. Feel like they're part of the day. Yeah. yeah. yeah at least feel they got to see the real thing and yeah. you know well thank you guys so much for doing this you're welcome and good luck to all of those yeah. couples yeah enjoy the rest of your night thank you so much you're welcome you too bye-bye bye. every week we'll be doing a pro tip this week's pro tip is sponsored by pavlov pet picks they're a ringer for your pet you want a painting of your precious pooch go follow pavlov pet picks on instagram this episode's Pro Tip. 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 Take your tip from us. Just the Pro Tip. Want to take your video to the next level? Add more audio elements like card readings or custom vows. I love you. Whoa, that was a fantastic interview. Wow. I can't even stand it. My God. Awesome. Wow. wow. <laughs> Hamilton references forever. <laughs> Who are we talking to uh, next week, Jess? Mari Cruz. Mari Cruz hairstyles. Awesome. Ooh. Actually, very excited to learn a lot about hair. I don't know anything about hair. No. <laughs> Stay tuned. Outro music. <laughs> <laughs>